Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Thursday, November 10th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Oh, oh, that's why. Yeah, I didn't even realize what I was wearing. Gift from Jalen. What was uh, what was your reaction to what happened in Indianapolis? Um, yeah. Uh, so obviously, I'm I'm only concerned about what's going on here, um, and and trying to keep my eyes on it. You know, just just what's what the situation is here, and that's being ready for Washington. But as you know, what I what I think about Frank and and how much I respect Frank as a person, how much I respect him as a. Um, as a football coach, you can probably imagine how I feel. Nick, uh, in what ways has, has Jalen's ascension as a passer opened up sort of the variety of ways in which you can attack a defense on a given Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's, he's been able to attack all, all parts of the field and um, through different ways, through the different types of players we have, and that's outside, inside, short game, deep game, intermediate game. And so, you know, the more they have to prepare for, you know, the, the harder we are going to be to defend. And so that's not only our run game, which is in the top, uh, top tier of the league, but also in our passing game. And then just you open up the way the ball is coming out and where the ball is coming out. It's just, there's just more and more to defend. And so, you know, that's, that's tough on any defense. The more they got to defend, the harder, it is, the harder it is for them. Nick, uh, a lot of success against Carson uh, earlier in the season. How did things change with uh, Taylor back there? Yeah, um, well, I mean, there's, there's, they're doing some different things on offense now, um, you know, and there's, there's some things that we, we're, we got to be alert for with him, and, and that's, that's going to be different if there's a different play caller, if there's a different quarterback, those are the two things. If their top receiver's out, like whatever it is, there's going to be some differences there. Um, so, you know, I, I like the fact that we've had, we got some games on them, you know, and not just, uh, it's not, it didn't just happen last week. And then we can study our game film against them last, uh, last year. And so I got a lot of respect for him as a player. He, he, you know, he's, he's a scrappy player that finds ways to get it done. So we're going to have to be on our game, um, any division game. And when you're playing a quarterback like this with that, that's scrappy and finds ways to make plays, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be on it. Like the receivers, what do those catch circuits entail, and why is that important? Yeah, I mean that's a long. How much time you got for me to explain the catch circuit? Uh, the catch circuit is just putting yourself in different positions to make play, uh, to to make catches that you aren't typically going to make. So if you and I were playing catch, Dave, like. I'd be putting it on your chin every single time because I'm like, boom, boom, all right? And, right, and you'd probably be putting it close to there, too. You know, I'm not saying it'd be perfect, but it'd be close to there. But you don't get the, you don't get the reps of, you know, maybe a ball that's low or a high or somebody hitting you on the side. Like, and so we try to put ourselves in position to, you know, make those plays as much as we possibly can. We're, so it's the, you know, so the first time you're catching a ball, and it's hard to simulate a dive. Don't get me wrong. Of like what the the way uh, the way um, Chauncey caught the one in the last game, the way uh, James caught the one in the in the uh, Jacksonville game. Um, but wet ball, stuff like that, you're trying to put them in as many hard catching situations as they possibly can. So the first time that you, that you go out there and you catch it, it's not, um, 
you know, is not the first time. Right. And so that's a Larry Karras thing all the way back to Mount Union, kind of how I trained myself to, to be able to catch. Brian Johnson, I mean, what, he's in the Heisman, the Heisman running. I would have to say he's got on the staff. Yeah, shoot. I didn't think about Tanny. Yeah, Tanny. Tanny's got to be up there. Brian's got to be up there. Um, Jason Michael's up there. He can. Jason Michael threw me one before the game on Thursday, and it, and the spin was going so fast. Now the there was good tack on the ball up there in the humidity in Houston. I almost tore my hand off. Shane can spin. Shane was the starting quarterback at UNLV. Goodness, we got a lot. Kevin played quarterback and receiver at Central Florida or South Florida, and then he changed the receiver. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. We probably should in the offseason have a throw off. Over the last month, as far as you know, the long layoffs you've had, maybe throwing off some rhythm, pluses or minuses to those things, and do you, do you do anything different going into a normal game? No, you know, this one I know we're coming off of a little, little longer delay, um, you know, and we just we're just going to have to go. I, I, you know, coming off the bye week, there's definitely something you do a little bit different. There's things that we did a little bit different coming off the bye week. This one, maybe not quite as much because you're not on quite as long of a delay. And so what we need to do, though, um, is is really be able to come out here and compete in practice, you know, and make it as much game-like as we possibly can without, you know, tackling to the ground. But we'll be doing all our fundamentals with the tackling, all our fundamentals with taking the ball away, and then really popping in, in you know, within the pads today out there. Uh, in practice and, and let it simulate that as much as we can. Those have been up all year, to be quite honest with you. Those have been, and maybe not in this room, but those are in the receiver room. That's in the uh, uh, quarterback room. That's in the running back room. That's in the tight end room. And since this is our team meeting room and then this is our offensive room, I just, you know, I guess the signs just got they just got delivered. I mean, it's, so it wasn't a compelling, it wasn't anything to compel us. It's something that we've done all year in the other rooms, and we finally got the um, the shipment in, I guess. I don't know. I, they they put it up when they when they have them here, so that's why they went up, and that's why they're in there. They look pretty cool, though, all right? Yeah. follow-up on that previous question from John there. How, how does the team keep its mental edge when you, and you can do what you can physically with the practice and such, but how does the team keep its mental edge when you're playing, like, your third game in the last 29 days? just about going about the same process every time and so and that's dog mentality that's your process whatever you want to say it like you can't let ride the waves of the season you I mean and I get it you guys got to ask those questions right and and but we don't think of it that way we're just like, hey we're working this week and and we're working today to get ready for the, this uh, upcoming game and nothing else and so that's just our process that's the guys that we have in this room that's what we preach over and over and over again that's where our captains um believe and and that's just the mentality we have hey nick a natural thought would be because of your relationship with frank to bring him in in some capacity is, is that something that you're considering and why or why not? Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know yet. We, that's not something that's been. I mean, it, that happened when Monday, and my focus has been completely on on Washington. So, <clears throat> again, you know how you know how I feel about Frank, and um, it, I'm I'm always going to use him as a consultant, whether he's in the building or he's not in the building. You know, but I haven't really even thought about that to be quite honest with you. It's, it, we're really just we're just really focused on today to get ready for Washington. Yeah, and you, Nick, you mentioned uh, um, last week, I think that. Chauncey would bug you every now and then to play receiver and everything. Do, do 
do you think that has something to do with like you know all the interceptions, like the fact that defensive back used to be a wide receiver or something? Do you think that helps? Yeah, sure. Yeah, guys that have caught the ball a lot, or you know, and, and grew up catching the ball and, and played some some wide out, or probably, you know, I think that that they'll think that they can play wide out and that, and that, and and he probably can, he could probably do some things out there and there's no, there's no doubt. We got some good wide outs though. I'm not, I don't know how ready I am to take them off the field, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the guys that played multiple positions in high school, you know, caught the ball, like, yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to, you know, what you did as a kid and what you did in high school and, and playing. I hope I answered your question. Two more guys. Uh, you mentioned, you know, you always mentioned it's about going one and zero this week, uh, staying in the moment. Uh, I'm curious. You've been around a lot of teams, though. Is that rare to get a team that that buys into that so so fully? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I think you, you sometimes I think you get what you preach, right? And I and that doesn't. Yeah, you know, I mean that might not be every single time, but I think if that's on your mind at all times, that. And I'm constantly talking to you about if I'm constantly talking to you about I don't I don't even know a good example um, why Rube's the best writer in the the, the building right I, I, that's just if I'm con like at some point you're gonna be like yeah Rube's the best writer in the building I don't know I just looked at Rube and I said or, or Martin Martin's the best writer in the building like at some point like you, like at some point you're like okay yeah he said it to me a million times that, so to me, I, one thing I always say to the guys is like good coaching is and sometimes is like I'm not hiding coaching points from you. I don't want to be like, boom, I got a new coaching point for you. Here it is. One day at a time. Like I'm not hiding any coaching points from him. We say it all the time. And, and sometimes I think you get what you emphasize. Nick, do you need to upgrade his nose tackle with uh, short number three? Um, I really have a lot of faith in the guys that we have, have playing in there. Um, and the, I think that was a deep room coming in. Obviously, we'll miss Jordan because Jordan's a good player. Um, but I had a lot of faith for the with the guys that are that are playing in there. And uh, you know, and I'm excited to get, for, to continue to get them reps and, and more reps for guys that may not have got as many in, in the past. Hey, Jerry. So all the you, you took a long ride down here, so you got go ahead, rip it. <laughs> he lives here. Don't. don't. <laughs> the Eagles for the Philadelphia Inquirer forty years. Yeah, I remember watching the. Uh, you know, I'm I'm close with Brian Dable. Um, Brian was a was a was a really good mentor for me, and so he was calling that that 2018 national champ or the national championship game. Um, so I know we got till 35. I gotta go. I gotta go. But uh, yeah, uh, so I remember watching that game. I, I do re recall watching that game. Got to see Devontae make a big play at the end of that game. Um, and then that SEC championship game, I, I can't quite remember if I watched that or not. That's the SEC championship game is always in the middle of your season. But um, obviously you do all your work on a player coming out, right? And and so maybe, you know, you'll watch that when, you know, when I was in Indianapolis getting ready, you know, for for the draft or, or whatever. And, and uh, that was something that was very evident with him. You could tell, like, how serious he was about football. 
and how much you know that he you knew he was a coach's kid and I got a big time respect for that as a coach's kid and and you know just knowing how much you go around the game um you know but I I don't know if I truly knew everything about how you know steady he is until you're around him every single day that's something there's some things that you you can do all the work in the world and you can get all the but when you live it every day it smacks you in the face every day like man this guy's steady no matter what the situation and so I would be lying to you if I said yeah we picked that up right you know I mean you knew how good how high his football character was you knew how high his football intelligence was and his, his general overall character as well but to say that you knew like until you live that with them. Like, I'm sure the Alabama coaches know. I'm sure the Oklahoma coaches know. But until you live that with them, that's when it becomes really impressive and you really feel it. All right. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.